In a landmark decision, the Federal Court of Australia has decided it's fine for Mercedes-Benz to treat its dealers the way its dealers have always treated their customers. I'm Jordan from autoexpert.com.au. But even I've got standards, so you are flat out on your own if you want a three-prong. Dude, I'm Pontius Pilate on that one. Website. Card. The Federal Court of Shitsville has determined that Mercedes-Benz are assholes, but that's not illegal. Like, imagine the prisons we'd have to build if aggravated assholery became a serious indictable offence. In late 2021, 38 somewhat cranky three-pronged dealers attempted to drive a $650 million barbed wire enema into the rectum of their former mommy, Mercedes, in federal court, owing to what they doubtless still view as the evisceration of their goodwill when three-prong boned them and adopted its shit-price-promise or agency model earlier that year. Three-prong sales have essentially collapsed from 32200 in 2018, before the shit price promise, to 26800 last year. Well done, you freaking geniuses. I accept that the dealers were ultimately placed in a position of situational disadvantage. Justice Jonathan Beach there, big bad beachy on the bench, as nobody ever calls him. Laying it out in a 650-page miracle insomnia cure. So, basically, the dealers all invited themselves willingly into the ankle-grabbing room, and when they got there, golly gee, Jim Bob, all the lube dispensers were empty. But in a sense, this was in part self-induced by the dealer's entry into the dealer agreements and a willingness, it must be inferred, to accept the risks and the risk allocation enshrined in those agreements, including the risks inherent in the contractual power of three-prong Shitsville to issue those dealer boning notices without cause. Big bad JB on the bench there, again, I agreed, dude in a wig. Who signs a contract with a we can set the hands to bone you o'clock at our sole discretion? Who does that? They made the relevant capital investments knowing of or when they ought to have known of such risks. And on a broader front, the dealers were well-heeled individuals and corporations that hardly had any socioeconomic vulnerability. I'm starting to really like JB, and I agree with him. Not that that matters. The federal court has always been something of a playground for the rich sociopath. Nobody else can afford the coffee. And if you have to ask how expensive a hairdo like that even is, then, dude, you can't afford one. Speaking for everyone on earth who's ever bought a new car, however, it is impossible to feel sympathy for 38 car dealers who've been raw pineappled by the 2021 raw pineappling champions, especially as they put the gloves on and got in the ring of their own volition. In a sense, this was a battle between 38 rat-sized snakes and one giant 
anaconda-sized rat. And that kind of thing is often too close to call. And in this case, the 38 rat-sized snakes did fight a good fight, but you can't legislate out anaconda-sized rodent assholery. It's part of our DNA. A three-pronged mouthpiece decided they couldn't shut up. We welcome the court's decision. Our focus continues to be on delivering luxury high-performance cars for our valued customers around Schittsville. Of course, bending the wealthy over has always been the core business. I do note that the judge said that while the dealers were successful on matters of fact, they failed on matters of law. He also stated that further consideration needs to be given to the terms of the franchising code and possible modification. That's Big Jimbo slutty Bartfast there. He runs the lobby group for recently gutted car dealers. And I think the main thing to bear in mind here is that because the dealers all landed on their wallets, they're gonna be okay. Thank God. This will feel like a kick in the guts, not only to the three-pronged dealers, but to all franchise new car dealers, and for that matter, all of Australia's franchisees. Big Jimbo SBF there again, and he's quite right. That scraping sound you can hear across the nation is the sound of car makers honing razor-sharp edges on their bench-made dealer filleting blades. See, 650 million bucks divided by 38 dealers is about 17 million bucks per dealer. And if that's what it costs to bone a dealer, as it would have been had Three Prong lost this case, then that makes it rather expensive to bone, I don't know, 100 dealers or something if you're a mainstream brand. The cost of getting rid of 100 dealers would have been roughly 2 billion bucks. So probably not in this year's budget. The status quo would suddenly be looking totally frickin' copacetic, wouldn't it? But not, it appears, now that the precedent is set, and it could well soon be open season on dealer boning. Technology's almost engineered out the requirement for a retail dealer network anyway, hasn't it? Like, you can buy everything else online, so why not a car? Why not go direct? Obviously, you still need someone to do parts and servicing, but why not configure and hit buy now? It's hardly as if sitting opposite some car salesman is just so much fun and you would hate to miss out on that valuable experience next time. I can think of only three reasons why going direct and buying your next new car online might be the ex-wife from hell in the domain of catastrophes. Number one, Half of humanity is just too stupid to get the process right. They just are. Configuring a car is simply too hard for the median societal wood duck not to get catastrophically wrong. It just is. Number two, all of those opportunities to just bend you over face to face, they'd just be lost. You need a smooth-talking, coercive sociopath in a suit holding your hand if they want to milk you for all your worth over a new car. The extortionate finance, the in-house insurance, plus the paint, fabric and rust protection you just don't need, etc. It's the tip of the freaking iceberg, dude. It never ends. Number three, every time a car maker tries this, their own spectacular limitless greed is what upends them. The deal ends up being worse for you, the consumer, 
not better. The three-pronged shit price promise is such a classic example. You buy a Merc today, you pay the worst possible price. Not the best possible price, it's a freaking guarantee. Boning the dealers and eliminating a middleman of this nature should have resulted in a more efficient retail system and a competitive edge that was passed on. And if that were the case, prices would simply have dropped. But they didn't, did they? So buying a new Mercedes today involves always being absolutely certain that you will pay the price the world's most inept negotiator would have paid previously. And I really don't think consumers are generally that stupid. Some of them are, obviously. I mean, three-prong is the kind of half-assed icon that some rich and shallow twat simply must have at any price. So some deals are always going to be a done deal, irrespective, even with the extortion ramped into the red line. But if this new agency model heralded the most shit-hot commercial arrangement ever, why have sales fallen 17% since 2018? Pro tip, so far this year, year on year, they're down another 13.5%. The market is back to breaking records in 2023, but three-prong is falling badly behind. BMW and Audi are both comfortably ahead year on year, and the whole market is up something like 9%. So while this case in the federal court might be a real victory for the big rat from Mulgrave... The broader picture looks like a complete commercial shit show.